Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller. Your name is Jim Campbell. Hello. Your name is Luke Moore. All right. And your name is Pete Donaldson. Way! I'm not really here. Company, but falls a ramble. Haven't had that for a while. Hey, yeah, I only you sh- haven't been here. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Yeah. You were posted back mysteriously this morning. <laughs> I went back. Uh, yeah, I do want to apologise for uh, make, taking my holidays at a rather strange time, which meant that it overlapped. Well, and just so many of them. Over well. four. <laughs> over four, over four separate shows. No, but, you, you know. yeah, well, no, you missed five. You missed five. Did I miss five? Yeah. Bonus show. No, yeah. wait, hang on. One, the last minute one you missed by accident before you went on holiday. Yeah, that wasn't oh, that, oh yeah. well, that's fair dues, yeah. Well, that was, that was a last minute. <laughs> that's fair That dues. was last minute. That was work-related. The results of the listener, who I'm thinking of now, uh-huh. is the same. That yeah. was up to another radio DJ for Absolute Radio, who's, who was poorly. Anyway, Peter, yes. listeners have had a lovely break. <laughs> <laughs> Well, up yours. Yeah. Oh, oh, dear. Already oh, it started. Yeah, I know, Not eh? Minute I in, heard Mark. your Keegan chat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if he keeps being ridiculous, yeah. the chat will keep coming. Right. If he keeps being ridiculous 20 years ago, <laughs> we'll keep mentioning it. His big brother's back to uh, sort you lads out, all right? Oh, good. Indeed. Here right. now, my boyfriend's back. Yeah. Damn right. You're, you're back in time for the North London derby, Peter. Yeah. That's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. As a Northerner, Pete, you must be happy about that. <laughs> yeah. And, and a former so. North Londoner as well. Anyway, Jim said that Pete got back this morning. He actually was back yesterday for the, he was. Uh, the, the, yes. the beautiful, yeah. and excellent, and hugely enjoyable, even if we do say so ourselves, uh, live show in Brighton. It was great. Night. I had such fun at the Brighton show. Uh, we did uh, loads of stuff, and uh, digs are available for the Cardiff show. They <laughs> are. If you fancy it this weekend. We did loads of stuff, and not even all of it was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're looking forward to Bristol Friday night. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Sunday night Cardiff still yeah, tickets available. Yeah. London on November 12th at Hackney Empire yeah oh it's going to be good yeah. is it going to be as good as Arsenal versus Spurs well, Jim few things are with so... Mark Clattenburg in charge oh, Clats all over the all over the place it's, I, it's... I, I know he gets a bad press and I, he's silly in that but I would rather see him helping a football match than a lot of other referees what he's about the referee what about the gel in his hair I don't like to see that. I, well, I don't feel that game. hinders his performance in any way. Well, no. it's raining, though. I, I, Gets again, in his eyes. I think he's fine with it. A friend of mine um, <laughs> once put so much gel in his hair um, that he went out, it started raining, right. and it started frothing. And he drowned. It started frothing. frothing. He, did not, yeah. he, has, he, hasn't, wow. he hasn't washed the, fo- the foam out of his hair. No, he hasn't. 
He used to um, he used to put he put a load of like ninety. Is that like, horrible? Do you guys remember? Men of a certain age will remember this. It's like it was in a tub, a see through tub, and it was like bright, bright green, bright green, it was little like, bubbles in it. Yeah, it's what like ninety nine p gel hair gel. Okay. Oh, do you remember to... those big wristwatches you put on the wall? Yes, <laughs> and a headbag. Do you remember yeah. Fido Dido and Cool Spot? <laughs> Where are we going with the gel chat? Um, it was a reference to Mark Clattenburg. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. I don't think his hair's going to foam at the weekend, however good the game is. How good would it be, though? It would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you need a big man for the big job. What if what if he has so swapped the uh, <laughs> invisible form, the disappearing form, with uh, gel? Hair gel, yeah. Sprayed that in his hair, yeah. and his hair looks yeah. amazing for like 30 seconds. I like the fact <laughs> it disappears. He'd be all for that, Yeah, he would, he? yeah. I like the fact you call it disappearing foam. Yeah. Because most people call it vanishing spray. And in Phil, yeah. and in Phil Neville's case, imaginary spray. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said that on Five Live once. Conceptual fluid. <laughs> oh, he's used the imaginary spray. A lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair to say that Arsenal have fared better in the Champions League than Spurs this yes. season thus far. Yeah, thus far, but Spurs got the old Wembley oh. weirdness to deal with, haven't they? But Jim, um, is this a warm-up for the Champions League final? If, if, <laughs> well, if Spurs no, are struggling no. at Wembley in the Champions League, Arsenal do, but if, if Arsenal play Spurs at Wembley, say, in an FA Cup semi-final or something like that, well, both teams lose. Yeah. <laughs> no, it Did, has to be in Europe. It's, it's a weird... I'd yeah. like to see other teams play at Wembley in Europe. Like, yeah. uh, any other Premier League team, just to see if it's just a North London thing or it's just it's just too weird playing club football at Wembley yeah, maybe. In, a, did, in a different competition. For I mean, did, did Arsenal struggle... Or didn't Arsenal struggle against their team midweek until Ozil came... came well, well, they still won, though. went 2-0 down against Ludogorets, but hmm. to be fair to Ludogorets, they gave PSG a lot of trouble at home as well. And it's a similar story. Hmm. They, they, um, they ended up just kind of narrowly losing and Ozil scored that absolute beauty of a goal. That was Lovely just one. obscene. I love like, that. It's lucky that was post-Watershed, because, because it was obscene. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal are through to the next round, already destined to play Bayern Munich, who will finish second by Atletico Madrid. Um, but the North Island derby, there was two draws in the league last season, yeah. and Arsenal beat Spurs in the League Cup fairly yes. early on, didn't That's they? 2-1. Right, yeah. yeah, so, 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 I mean, but if we go back to 2010, 2011, around then, the, the scorelines were crazy then. Yeah, they were crazy. There was and a also, couple of 5-2s in a row or something, there was, there wasn't there? Was, I think two 5-2s in a row, and a, this was probably a bit longer ago, but there was the 5-4 at White Hart Lane, there was a 4-4 at the Emirates. It's a crazy, crazy game. In fact, the team who've scored first in this game have failed to win it 23 times, which is a Premier League wow, record. That's brilliant. It's really, really unpredictable. And it's because... So if you score early, that don't mean, don't mean anything. Yeah, because the game's really chaotic, because the rivalry's so close and intense, and the teams are really closely matched. And um, Spurs have got a few players out, haven't they? They've got Dembele and Alderweireld out, and um, Kane might be back, he might not be. Uh, Theo Walcott could be absent for, for Arsenal, he's been in good form. Um, Santi Cazorla's still out as well. So, like, there are... There are, you know, bits and pieces of the team's ideal lineups missing, but that that just adds to that kind of unpredictable nature of it. Um, I, I love this. I hate this game. Yeah. It stresses me out it more than anything, a, but a I also love for, it. it. Must be a tough one for a fan of one of those clubs because you know it's very hard to enjoy a game like that because you know it's probably going to be really interesting, really fun, but at the same time you can never relax unless no. you. Even, even, I mean, even possibly a push to say if you're three and up you can't enjoy it, but if you're two and up you probably can't. Even, enjoy even it. at three nil though, you you you. Are, Obviously, you're enjoying it, but you're still anxious. Yeah. You want you want that whistle to come. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing, and I find it actually quite difficult to analyse whether the teams are even playing well because I'm just sitting there <laughs> like stressing out. But I, I guess with London derbies, though, because people uh, are transitory, trans, transient in nature, they come into London to work and stuff like that, and they come into London to, to settle down and, and work. So, like, it's not like uh, Newcastle Sunderland where people have grown up in the area and, and, and the rivalries 
so heavily ingrained. Like people who are Spurs fans or people who are Arsenal fans will be dotted around in between Liverpool fans and Manchester United fans, and Manchester City fans, and stuff like that. So there's not a workplace kind of like who's got the bragging rights this time. So maybe the intensity isn't as much in North London, which is let's not forget, is a very big, very densely populated area. Slagging off at the big derby of the weekend. Used to live there. Used to live in North London. I used to live. I used to live in the shadow of the Emirates. You did next to Steve Ball's bum, big bum. On the side of the Emirates. But you get excited by the North London derby, Peter. We'll, we will we'll not talk about anything else that excites you, but we'll concentrate <laughs> on that. I'm a, I'm a bit... I'm, I'm quite partial to uh, Arsenal. I'm not a big fan of any London club, oh, to yeah. be honest. I think they're all divs. Let's but, be honest. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but I like watching Arsenal on, on occasion. And, yeah. uh, you know, I used to go up the girl whose uh, dad and whole family supported Arsenal, so I used to go every now and again. And, uh, yeah. Well, um, Arsenal are 10 to 11 to win the game with Bet365. So £10 returns £19.09, pence, including your stake. Mm. So fingers crossed your ex-father-in-law Pete will be celebrating <laughs> what's the odds on me getting my ex back <laughs> <laughs> we've been through this Pete yeah. we yeah, cannot we, calculate yeah. such odds mm. yeah. or maybe Leicester are right too up. much of a variable <laughs> remember Leicester were in the Premier League <laughs> yeah. it doesn't happen twice yeah. that sort of thing that's right uh, Spurs haven't scored in open play in their last five matches they're winless in six and have only scored three goals in that time Jim mm, that's it's another wobble it, I mean really this has got Arsenal win written all over it which Jim. I do not trust I liked, I liked what um, <laughs> I, we you're not going to tempt Jim into saying any of that. Well, and, and if you watch our YouTube video this yeah. week, you will... You, you, we'll watch you fail to do it there, isn't it? But, Glenn, If you want to see me prodding Jim, poking Jim, so then go to our YouTube channel. Go to channel. YouTube nights. <laughs> <laughs> was ben Hodder recently... X-tube. Ben Hodder was recently voted, I think, Spurs best ever player or something, wasn't he? But he also said recently something quite interesting, which was... He said a lot of interesting uh, things. Uh, hang on, that, that sounds like more like a Spurs referendum. Yeah. Is Glenn Hoddle the best player in this, <laughs> yeah. in this club's history? Yes or no? Yes, he is, but we're not going to implement it. But he also mentioned, I think, something on the lines of, and I'll probably get this wrong, but something on the lines of that a lot of players have been given new contracts, and is that meant that they've almost subconsciously dropped off their performance level? Mm-hmm. But we, we've said that Spurs have a, a lack of a cutting edge um, anyway, and, and, mm. and although Kane's missing, the beginning of last season was similar with Kane. I mean, it yeah, took true. him a while to get going. It took him to October to get going. I think about I, that sort of time. Well, Kane hasn't hasn't played that well so far this season. Mm. Also, and he's been injured by his own staff. I mean, when you look at the season Liverpool had, where they finished second, um, and it, you know the, the mental energy that, that that takes out of you if you don't if you don't quite make it, it had a really devastating effect on them in the next season. Now Spurs haven't fallen away. Well, in Luis quite Suarez, wasn't there? Of course, yeah. But Spurs haven't fallen away in, in that same way. But you wonder if there is there is a bit of a hangover there from that. Like getting yourself geared up to do it all again after just missing out is it's going to take a toll, and maybe this is how that's coming out. I, mm. I got my new Ramble contract five shows ago. Didn't turn up for the next five. Yeah, so. yeah. we know you didn't turn yeah, up because we were here. Yeah, yeah. You weren't here. You were in another studio because I'm the one who provides the studio usually. Yeah. So it'll be should, we, should we do this off air? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know you're still on a rolling contract, so we can get rid of you anytime yeah. we want. So Pete's been back about how many minutes? Five, six minutes. He's mm. called the whole of London divs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's told us to go up yours. Yeah, uh-huh. at the very start of the show. He swore as well. Yeah. So, so what do you guys want out of me? Yeah? No, we've got an email about you later. Look no. forward to that. You might, you might listen. You might as well stick around till that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, if you don't know, we're still doing it. <laughs> Speaking of indiscipline, Wenger's concerned about Granite Jacker's yeah. indiscipline. Leave mm. him on the bench. Play on any and Cockerland. That's why he's around that. I love. Yeah. I love when Wenger was asked about Jacker's discipline. Was it a concern? And he just went, "Of course, yep. it's a concern." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he has been sent off twice already this season, including once for Switzerland. So, um, Technically yeah, speaking, he could, even if he was on the bench, 
I'm fairly sure the laws of the game allow for the fact that from the bench, if he puts a big two-footer in on the play on the other bench, he could still be sent <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, I would think so. Mm. Yeah, I'd so. hope so. That'd be great if he did that. You can get sent <laughs> off outside the flipping stadium, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah you Apparently, you win, What's the cut-off on that? Um... It's, well, as, that's soon a good as, question, as soon as the car, as soon as the car's in motion, as soon as the magic tree starts wobbling, <laughs> as soon as the sun's over the yard arm, yeah. yeah. Well, so so if you, maybe if you're out of anything that um, is owned by the stadium, so the car park or anything, so if you leave the car park, if you turn around, and up yours, right? No, but they've all got leased cars through the club, haven't they? Yes, oh, they so all get like the endorsed cars. So you can't so, see a man in a tabard. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can't see a steward. So and you, some players also get houses provided by the club when they yeah. sign for them. So technically, you can be thrown oh, at any time. No, nah, because surely if you're walking, if, you, if you're going to stay at a mate's that night. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah, do it all the time, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> do love the idea of Jacques getting the sent off for putting in like a massive two-footer on the postman just in his house. <laughs> yeah. I bet he's got a terrible Uber rating. Yeah. <laughs> 2.3. Yeah. You can't tackle the wheel. <laughs> you um, can't, Jim. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of how mental Jacques is, but um, it's interesting that, that Wenger's voiced this. So I was actually talking to um, a Tottenham fan who was at the Brighton show last night about this, and uh, between us we came up with a theory that what's very likely to happen is that pretty much straight away as the first whistle goes, Xhaka and Victor Wanyama would just sort of steam into each mm. other and both immediately get sent off. Yeah, I think that gets it out of the way for both teams. I was going to say, have an amnesty there. I'd like, I'd, no, I'd like that. I'd like that to happen. That would be, that'd be nice. <laughs> it would be very good. Um, what about this, Jim? Former Arsenal player, Patrick Vieira, has said that Arsene Wenger never guided him in his managerial career. <laughs> No, he's, he's never Wenger's never really given me tips on anything either. I don't, I don't see why he has to yeah, do but this. You weren't, you weren't his captain when he won the won the league. Well, yeah, to be fair, Jim, that's a well, piss poor comparison. <laughs> well, maybe he's busy. busy. Maybe you don't appreciate my idea of myself. Yeah, but, um, yeah I'm not Wenger's still saying my idea. I've met Wenger. You were all there. You've yeah. seen it. You go around his house every day and he's just refusing to give you advice. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's terrible. V- no, the, the, the point is obviously a facetious and ridiculous one, but I mean... Well, the one that you just it, made about yourself. It, yes, very much so. <laughs> but is, is it Wenger's responsibility to immediately sort of start coaching other people in how to be managers when he's got his own very massive job on? When Patrick Vieira went to Manchester City as well, yeah, to be right. an ambassador of football or whatever it was, <laughs> you're on your own big lad. Yeah. I, think, I think it's a little bit of a bit of a non-story. Oh, you want to know how to finish in a top four in a top league in Europe? Find out yourself. Are you <laughs> yeah, mug. <laughs> are, you, are you team Vieira in this or team Wenger? You know that I'm Team Wenger. I want it, surely. Stated for the record. Okay, yeah, Team Wenger. On he, did just, he stated it twice. Now. Yeah, there we go. So, there, can uh, be, there can be no confusion. Yes, there's no need for a <laughs> oh, unless recount. he meets Vieira. Oh, Patrick, I love you. Yeah. That'd be no, different. No. Vieira's in charge of New York City FC. He is. Mm. Yeah. Loosely in charge. He is in charge. He is in charge. He's present at They must have a lovely old time over there, aren't they? Yeah, they are at a lovely yeah. time. I, uh, I, Well, as you know, I went there and, and saw them. Uh, there's, a, there's a big blue match off between mm. Chelsea versus Everton. Hopefully big blue match off. Big blue match off. Hopefully there'll the be a, derby. indeed. Hopefully there'll be a kit clash because if they both wore blue, it would be a kit blend. Yeah, we We've don't want that. It's about this stuff like re-established. Think phrases like "big blue match off" are what attract <laughs> us to big money sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big blue match off! Big blue match off! Quite possibly. I think one of those teams, probably Everton, is going to wear yellow. Yeah, mm. Everton will be in the yellow. Little tip, little tip. Yeah. Inside, so, a, inside a chat from yeah. uh, Luke there. What are yeah. the odds on that? Uh, don't know, <laughs> but I can tell you actually that Yannick Bellassi, who Mark yeah. is about to talk about, mm. is nine to two with Better Three Six Five to score any time at Stamford Bridge. Mm. So ten pound returns fifty five pound, including your stake. Saucy. There we go. Yeah, Yannick Bellassi and Romelu Lukaku. This is quite nice uh, in one of the papers recently. They've uh, they've been having a decent time of it this season, linking up reasonably well. Well, there's a brilliant bit. Um, I forget which game it was when Lukaku. 
broke through and Yannick Bellassi took the ball off his toes and smashed it in the bottom corner yeah. and if he didn't score that he was in big trouble he was but <laughs> as we said at the time Lukaku just immediately peeled away to the left to create space in case it didn't work out and I thought yeah that's very mature what play. a team player what yeah. a team player and it was Bellassi who had that lovely little flick to Lukaku when he scored that great goal against Manchester City mm. um, but yes they, they've, they've, they've dominated they've, Gal Clichy indeed yeah <laughs> uh, abused him you could even go as far as to say both have Democratic Republic of Congo heritage and speak Dr Congo yeah mm. I speak a language called Lingala I believe that's pronounced uh, it's a that's language. the most language based language name isn't it Lingala, Lingala. yes what do you speak yeah. Lingala sounds yeah, right. like a language app doesn't it how's, <laughs> yeah. your, how's your Lingala Pete brilliant is it, is it as good as your Japanese it's as good as my Cornish it's <laughs> oh, not, not even that can Give of words. a bit of Japanese, go on. No. All right. He does it all the time. I know he does. Well, you, you do it naturally. In Japan. <laughs> yeah. This language is spoken in parts of uh, Dr. Congo, Angola and Central African Republic. Needless to say, not many other footballers speak it. Mm. So they have an edge. They speak this language when they're on the pitch. Opposition, they just can't understand them. Yeah, apparently only in, out of all the other players that speak that language in the Premier League, it's those two, obviously, as you just mentioned. Um, it's um, James McLean. Seamus <laughs> <laughs> Coleman speaks it, mm-hmm. and um, Wayne Rooney the, broken the um, Burnley keeper Tom Heaton. Okay, yeah, right. just those three. Yeah, generally yeah. it's a solid. Uh, well, Wayne Rooney is conversational but not fluent. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think players should start. Teams should start making up their own languages. Yeah, so yeah. everyone can employ this. Well, so like, in rugby lineups, it rugby lineups they have codes for where they're going to throw the ball. So they all line mm. up, and, and so a certain word will be a code for short throw, long yeah. throw, whatever. And obviously in, in American football, they have a load of different code names for different plays. Wondered why Premier League haven't really brought that into the They do, they do sides corners. and corners, yeah. Yeah, corners and set pieces. But you yeah, have an arm, yeah. an arm up or two arms mm. up. I suppose like football's that. a lot more fluent. It's a lot Hand more quick, isn't it? It's yeah. true, it's true. Um, I wonder if that really, really helps. I mean, is that England's problems at tournament? Most opposition speak... English. Harry Kane corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> most, most, most teams, most of the players speak a bit of English so they can understand us. Mm. Yeah, maybe that is it. Eating they know exactly what we're doing. That's not yeah. it. They know sure, a goal, that's, Dave. That's not why they know exactly what yeah, we're they doing. They know exactly what we're going to do before we do. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's nothing to do with language. It's the tactics, it's the yeah. general play, yeah. it's God. the straight lines. What I like about it, like non international weekends, we never be even mentioning England. How but could, the, uh, the summer has cast such a long shadow. How could Gareth Southgate's job get any worse? He gets called into the meeting room at St George's Park. Right, Gareth? So far, so good. Doing well. <laughs> I want you to implement your own language. <laughs> what to that lot? Is it? Yeah. get it. I don't want to be a linguist. I don't want to be an <laughs> England man. Just let me go. If I can, if I can Cling do that, on. can I leave any time I want? Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine at some point, Gareth Southgate's going to turn up with one of those um, necklaces around his neck, yeah. like in um, a Niall Schwarzenegger film, and if he gets too far away from the England team, he just blows his head off. Yeah. <laughs> You're staying. You're doing the job. Yeah. Um, well, he said recently that... Oh, no, Gordon Strachan did. Gordon Strachan texted him, I think... Um, um, not long after he was given the England job, and he said, "Oh, can you get me ten thousand tickets for the the Wembley match against Scotland?" And Gareth Southgate, to his credit, replied, "Well, I'll probably give you forty thousand because the public seem a bit underwhelmed by my appointment." Even Southgate's in on it. That's coming up soon. That game. This is yeah. yeah. It, Southgate not part of the swindle. No, you could certainly say. Um, but uh, where are we? Oh yes, there's a bit, talking of uh, international. There's a bit of a club versus country round involving James MacArthur. Mm. Or McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. Um, sorry, I mean, yeah. McCarthy is a different player. He is a different player. Yeah, Elitely different man. Yeah. That's right. He's not involved in a row between Martin O'Neill and Ronald Koeman. Why would he be? No. Yeah. No. O'Neill said Koeman was bleating on Unless about McCar- James McCarthy. Unless McCarthy was just, would just be like, his, his role in it would just be phone rings. Hello? 
Yeah, you got the wrong number. You want Joe McCarthy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's lovely. That, you speaking it? Lingala. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Antonio Conte—he's not been speaking Lingala. He's been speaking angry. Um, according to the Daily Mail, he's been importing his favourite throat sweets from Italy. He's shouting too much on the sidelines. I love this. That is classic Daily Mail. Importing foreign sweets yeah. are they? Yeah. Oh, he's importing them over here. By the way, get us two hundred duty-free fags. We next time you're. Uh... <laughs> Can you imagine Conte just having to go down to the post office? Customs charge needed. I mean, really, he's in England. Should he be importing sweets no, into no. the country? What, what's wrong with British sweets? You can't have sweets Check his teeth. Yeah. here. Listen, After they've rotted away. <laughs> the only good thing coming from all that is when Brexit's finally implemented, he won't even in, be able to. Yeah, 100,000 years. <laughs> Silent Conte. Um, Conte said it's important to wait to the new year to judge his team because Chelsea's been doing very well of late. Whereas David Luiz said they're already total contenders. Yeah. I love this. He's, <laughs> off, he's off message. He's Even back. his opinions are erratic. I love that. Comfortingly off message. <laughs> but um, I don't know why managers don't do this more because I, I've noticed a bit of old, uh, old spells here down the end of the table there. Um, tapping into and agreeing with Jose Mourinho you know, the old doing the old oh yeah but my, it won't be my team till next season yeah. and you you were alright with that you were like yeah, well, you won't judge Mario until he gets his team going next season well, I, said, I said that is what people do I didn't say that Conte's right doing it now yeah. I don't know why managers don't do it more well, so poor, old, like, poor old like Steve Bruce doesn't get a chance to say that, does he? No. Or, like, oh, or Sean Dyche or something like that. Yeah, but with a manager, nobody asked that, that question, though, is it? A manager like Steve Bruce, you, just, you expect him to hit the ground running. Yeah. <laughs> literally. I'm running, I'm running, literally. <laughs> 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 so listen, the content needs to be careful because um, Abramovich isn't that patient and it's a very, very competitive Premier League this season, mm. guys. At least he's only said till uh, the new year. Yeah, it's only a couple of months. Exactly, yeah. Jim. That's fair, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but Chelsea will be favourites for that one. But Everton... Well, yeah, they are favourites. You know what right? they're like, Jim. Yeah, but um, I, I looked into this, did some reading behind it. Everton haven't beaten Chelsea at Stamford Bridge since 1994 so in what? the Premier League. That so is. what, Jim? I know, but it's... it's All right, on the basis of that, I think Everton are going to win. All right. Yeah. Okay. What, I, what, I like about, what I like about you say in the Premier League, that's pretty much all the Premier League, isn't it, really? Well, <laughs> yeah, true. One year. Marcus, you can, you can say it to spite me if you no, like. Cause they I have no control on it. couldn't they? Right, then. Enough Chelsea versus Everton chat. We're going to talk about different Premier League teams after this. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Swansea City versus Manchester United. The Swans are not going very well. This is a big chance for them to get at least a point because Manchester United aren't winning at the moment. No, and actually, it's, you know, we were talking a little while ago about Swansea being a bit of a bogey team for Arsenal. Uh, they sort of are for Man United as well. They've won their last three games against Man United in the Premier League. Have they really? Yeah. And hasn't Mourinho racked up four FA charges since he's been Man United man? <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. Really? Is it four? He's been charged again, certainly. It's... So he, t- he took over the job, obviously, this... I think it might summer. be four. Yeah, that's a lot for a short amount of time. Yeah, he, treat yourself and look through the list of fines and bans he's accumulated over the years, because it is stunning. How much money? Accumulated, um, he's accumulated roughly about 370 grand in oh. fines during his career. Nothing to show for it. Nothing to show for it. That is oh. absolutely... It's like a Pete Dawson holiday. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing to show for it. <laughs> I think my record this holiday was £250 for a replacement Airbnb key. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. And that's not even to mention the other expense. What? Big, uh, Big Al. Big Al, yeah, uh, and, yeah, and a lot of money on a friend's flight for his birthday that he didn't turn up for. <laughs> yeah. Mates. Mates. <laughs> what are they like? I have to pay my friends to go on holiday yeah, with me. And they still <laughs> don't. Do you know? And they still don't. <laughs> the They're not your friends. Do you know what the worst thing about that is? Him and Al, the guy in question, have yeah. got a, one of those necklace things that they join together. And when you put it together, it's like a little heart. It's <laughs> <laughs> his friends forever. And Pete chucked it away. <laughs> and that's why £250 to replace <laughs> yeah, it. Now that, I posted it to him. Yeah. So I'd have a bit of in that. In bits. Won't yeah. be needing this. Yeah. You... Used to be a man of the people, man. But mind you, actually, when I, when, I, when I saw that you have nothing to show for it after your holidays, you normally do come back with a tattoo. So you, you do have something no. to show for it. There's something questionable that you're eating. I've yeah. Got a, yeah, I bought some um, pickles that were covered in really strong sake. Uh, so I was eating them at four o'clock, jet lagged in the morning mm. this morning, and got a bit of <laughs> <laughs> Through pickles have gone off. (laughs) (laughs) You're a disgrace, but we love you dearly. And we don't want you to change as long as it doesn't impede on our lives. Speaking of disgraces, (laughs) Jose Mourinho. (laughs) (laughs) um, He's brought back Schweinsteiger in the first team training setup, as we talked about. A little bit of a dig, though, isn't it? Well, we thought to ourselves, oh, is he going to maybe give Schweinsteiger a go? Because surely Mm. Schweinsteiger must have something to offer for crying out loud. He's still in his early 30s, and he was a phenomenal player when he was playing at Bayern. And then Mourinho just said, well, it's best for him to train, so if he goes elsewhere he's ready it's actually so much worse than that he said um, basically we brought him back in because uh, well you know we basically need enough players so that the teams can train against each other oh that's oh, hard really crap. get training gone I hope, I hope he did it like listen Bastian quick word with your Marfis I want you to train back with the first team again alright is that okay yeah brilliant yeah great boss thanks very much yeah loving it and that, when he turns out the next morning yeah we just want to keep you fit because a lot of clubs have shown some interest <laughs> <laughs> The fitter you are, the more we can get for you. Oh, I don't know if I said this on on um, thir- <laughs> what day is it today? Thursday. I don't know if mm. I said this on Monday show, but um, is it a little bit of a worry for Mourinho fans because of the fact that he's changed his mind? He's normally yeah. so. Mm, yeah. It he, does, doesn't sound like he has changed his mind. No, you, but you, do you know what I mean? It, Dogmatic. It, it could look a bit it? like weakness, couldn't it? Mm. True, but then Capella changed his mind uh, with David Beckham at Real Madrid, yeah. famously. Yeah, true. Yep. Actually, it might be a sign of and they, won the, and they won the league. Thought you were going to reference Fabio Capello at England then. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I was like a trigger. I was ready to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that works out well, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> now, when he won La Liga. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it is a funny one. I mean, I, the thing is. With Stop Manchester- playing with his emotions. Indeed. Sorry, you're talking about Jim and I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, I just. What, 
at the moment you think to yourself, I mean, what has Schweinsteiger done? Yeah. Is, is he that lazy? Is, is he well, that... He, he wasn't fantastic he's... last season, was he? Although no, I agree with you, it does seem over the top. Well, it's also, when you, when you factor in that... It, the situation could be, because Man United are such a big club, and uh, they have such a, uh, a plethora of players in, in certain areas of the pitch, and that's just the way it is. If they had, like, two holding midfielders in there that were just hoovering it up every single day... Right. Mm. And they're never going. And they're going to stay fit. And and there's no need for for another player of, of that size to be in there because his reputation is big and because he wants to play and because he's at that stage of his career mm. and he's a classy operator. You'd sort of understand it then. But the fact is, Maria doesn't know what his best team is. Mm. He certainly doesn't know what his best midfield is at the moment. So that makes it even more odd. It makes it even more one of those statements that you're just going to get rid of a big a big personality the way that Guardiola did with yeah. Hart. It mm. also it and Mourinho did with Casillas before. Yeah. It fails to take into account that you know that that players can sort of come back from a difficult patch from a difficult season you know so it's it kind of it's almost the flip side of how Mourinho doesn't seem interested in youth players does it it's like he makes a judgment on a yeah. player and if they don't work for him in that exact moment they basically cease to exist yeah he, he, did, th- he did that with David Santon at Inter it's so bad that he did it, that muck up his career he ended up at Newcastle <laughs> I know yeah. does, does he think Schweinsteiger does matter Maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a conflict, sort of a mistaken identity. They've put on the wrong tracksuits. Because doing well. Yeah, they yeah. put on the r- different tracksuits or something and he said, oh, is that what he looks a bit like? Well, but, it, is, is that not, but is that not kind of uh, him being a bit more pragmatic with Matt? Because he clearly didn't rate him or like him, but yeah, he's, uh, he's paid well for him. back then. Because well, he's an excellent footballer. Yeah, he is. It's nice to see him being treated with some respect, actually. Isn't it? If, well, if you do fancy Jose Maria to finally work out what Man United's best team is, and finishing the top four of the Premier League this season, they are seven to four to do so. Bet okay. three six five. Mm. Ten pound returns you twenty seven pound fifty. But um, you'd fancy them to to, to to get a win against Swansea. You, you, sure, well, you, you say that, but they've struggled against them. Um, well, in, do, in do you know what years. though? You, you, I'll take down Not board. under Mourinho. Though. I watched Swansea against Stoke on Monday. And Swansea had a little bit of a moment here and there. They scored a nice goal to make it one all. <clears throat> Stoke absolutely dominated them for the for the large part. Yeah. I know Stoke have been improved of late, but they're not one of the best teams in the Premier League. Mm. Stoke hit the I think Stoke hit the post three times in the first half and ended up winning three yeah. one. They were dominated by Stoke. So was, I mean they're they're in a little I mean and one of the things Bob Bradley said at the time, which is quite confusing to me, was that Oh yeah, we just lacked a little bit of uh, confidence. It's like mm, it's your job, isn't it? Yeah, it's just your job, that. <laughs> but well, he, no, but I mean, it, it lacks you know, a lot of confidence. If, 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 he's still instilling that, you would think. And I think it's you know, United did create a lot of chances against Burnley, didn't they? Like a hell of a lot of chances. Oh, I think the a most, Premier League record. Wasn't yeah, it, it was. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like they're not actually. It's not like they're not creating chances. So you're probably right. They should have enough against Swansea in their current iteration. I think there's an argument that this is the worst we've seen Swansea in the Premier League. I well, agree. I think they're in trouble this season. It, it's put in. Um, it's illuminated more Manchester United's polite if you can call it that at the moment because Manchester City when they were on their winless run which has obviously come to an end now yeah. you thought to yourselves okay well that it's not so bad we're across town they're not doing as well whereas when Manchester City won against West Brom and then had that amazing result against Barcelona yeah, what think, a game that was oh that. my goodness you yeah. think to yourself yeah. right if you're a Manchester United fan you'd be like oh flipping heck yeah. you know we are quite far behind or the the um, the gap between us could could widen certainly, but yeah, that was a brilliant game. A little word on that. I mean, Man City beat Barcelona three yeah. one. Fair play. They were Chances excellent at both half. ends as well. They were excellent in the second half. They were so good. Mm. Yeah. They really were good. There was a bit of afters in the tunnel. Apparently apparently so, I didn't know that. Messi, yeah. Yeah. yeah, involving Messi and a mystery Man City player. Well, we've, oh. apparently they found out who it was. Messi Mr. F. Was it Cesc Fabregas? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it was. Well, it actually wasn't. Um, it wasn't one of their players. It was, Messi was standing outside the referee's room, presumably to have a go at him because yeah. Barcelona hadn't won and got a load of decisions. Yeah. And uh, Mikel Arteta said to him, "Move along, stupid. Get yourself in the dressing room." Lovely one. Oh, 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 Move along, stupid. Give it to the best player of all time. Yeah. Love that. Stupid. Get your DNA over there. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Apparently. Like Messi, apparently Messi was saying, come on, say that to my face. 
That's right. what he said. I, lo- I love the idea of Arteta doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. No, no, so yeah. <laughs> oh god, as well. Of all the play, of all the people on the staff, you'd never have picked him out. Yeah, it's like the old apocryphal tale. Oh, probably not true of the guy who goes to a bar and sees a professional footballer and and says to him, "Listen, do you mind coming over later to the table where I'm sat with my friends?" And just say, oh, "Great to see. You. I haven't seen you for years. You're, you're a great lad. How you doing? Like making out that we're really good pals, just mm. so I can pr- press on my friends." And the professional footballer, you know, choose whichever one yeah. you want. Says, "Yeah, no problem. That sounds fine. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll come over in a minute." Half hour later, he comes over, and the professional footballer starts to do do, do, do all the act. And the guy turns around and says, "Oh, f- mate, I'm busy." <laughs> <laughs> just dismissing that's the, old, that's the old Dennis Pennis. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I love the idea of doing that. It's so funny. Just just cock and a walk, three-one mm. win. Yeah, yeah, lovely stuff. Damn right. Sergio Aguero acted as the peacemaker, though. Did he? Which oh, is nice. I can imagine that. Aguero seems nice. Indeed, yeah. yeah. And obviously... Uh, Mind uh, you, Arteta seems nice as well, so... Ah, you, everyone has a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned Stoke earlier, Luke. That's very interesting because they're playing West Ham at the London Stadium. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about Stoke, let's talk about the Hammer Stadium woes. Couple continuing. A couple more chapters in the, in the uh, story of the most successful migration in uh, oh, it's, history. It's nuts, isn't it? Have you seen the price of moving the seats every summer has gone from uh, what they estimated to be £300,000 a year to £8 million. An, o- <laughs> an oversight, that is. How Quite an oversight. Are they, yes. they doing eight, £8 million a year? <laughs> they're doing every seat on the back of a what? golden Tortoise. <laughs> apparently, apparently, one how, at a time. Yeah. Well, apparently, how it works is they have to be. They went for the cheapest option, apparently, and it has to be taken away, uh, taken apart in a specific order, and then stored in a specific order, so it can sort of fit back together. Apparently, it's like a giant jigsaw puzzle. So it is actually a really, really complicated process. I think one of the stands, if they leave them there, which they're considering because it might be possible for the, the games that are being played in the summer um, to still carry on, it saves them about three million quid. Wow. And, it, and it, apparently, it, it would take a team of builders. Um, working 24 hours a day I think it's something like 15 days to get it done so it's going to be a really tight turnaround for it all to be ready West Ham are going to play their first two games of next season uh, as away fixtures so like it can Liverpool be done in time. this year basically yeah it's, it's, it's crazy yeah that does sound pretty I'm in Dutch long. then seems like it's crazy <laughs> crazy time um, and also uh, but in more put them on wheels in more pleasing news for West Ham fans <laughs> the like, stadium is not ready yeah. yet <laughs> in more Sorry. pleasing news for West Ham fans they've also failed to find a title sponsor for the stadium yeah. um, so they won't be having a sponsor for the season um, which again is cut into their bottom line just another chapter you guys We're not, Wonderful. West Ham fans, we're not laughing at the team, we're just laughing yeah. at the silly people. Well, we, to be fair, we could laugh at the team as well, they're terrible. <laughs> at home, they're terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not. Uh, we'll I, laugh at who we want. That's a bit rich from a man. Hang on, what's the Brighton about, show what's last about, night? Hang on, look, what, what happens Whoa. on tour? <laughs> <laughs> who, who asked if there were any West Ham fans in the audience when he found that there was only one. Oh, I can use that line for the London show. <laughs> <laughs> when he found there was only one, so there's a good job there's only one of you there because you'd probably be fighting otherwise, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's a great gag, isn't oh, it? Yes, it's Come a great on. gag. That's a great gag. Yeah. Hey, you want to hear it again wow. in Cardiff? It's, I, just, I, I it's, just, it's just great banter. I don't, I don't mind the gag, but I do mind you playing the good man on yeah, the show yeah. at the same time. The Dirty boy. Coming out. Live and unleashed Jim Devinson. Oi, stuff he can't say on bloody generation game. That was never proved. <laughs> Too hot for iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Red Chubby Brown, get on with it. Unleashed. Oh, that's enough of that, alright. Unleashed in the East, the best in the West. Hey. Come on. Right. What are we talking about? Uh, yeah, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Stoke. What about this? Uh, oh, yeah, Stoke. They're, they're, they're going. They're going a lot better. Hmm. They picked I thought up. Joe Allen was magnificent against Swansea. He's, he's a, having a lovely time. Oh, he's a lovely little player. They picked up one point in August, Jim. 
They mm. picked up another point, a solitary point in September. The way they were going, that only be about 10 points all season. 10 points in October. There you go. Turned you it around. 10 whole points in October. Yes, the fixtures were a little bit easier, but that's fine. And Bonnie scored. He got a couple of goals against Swansea, mm. and it was important. You cannot deny the importance of that, Jim. I wouldn't dare to. No, certainly not. Well, well Stoker you, you did ele- in the live show. Stoker, <laughs> <laughs> Stoker 11 to 4 to beat um, West Ham with better 365. So £10 on that returns you £37.50, including your stake. Mm. I think Stoker are a good, a good call for that game. Oh, West, West Ham at home, not reliable in any way. Mm. And well, Stoker in good form. Surely West Ham are going to pick it up at some point, though. They have been, they've been a little better in recent games. Uh, they, seem just, they just seem to be better away from home. Mm. That's, what, that's what happens. Pyatt's coming see. into form though so, you know, been, I think he's been called out for the French squad again as well yeah and, and rightly so so I mean that's um, that's obviously a huge boost for them it'd be and good to see them sort of you know actually start winning again and just actually build on last season it'd be a shame to see them just sort of bogged down into kind of the sort of mediocre nothing displays we're seeing at the moment oh, true. And, Andy Carroll's been chased home from training, training by gunmen apparently yeah. really? Yeah, that's that's weird. yeah that was crazy that. Yeah. he's also got a star and role in Kevin Keegan Choose Your Own Adventure so he's having a bit of a difficult time <laughs> yes indeed yeah, yeah like, indeed. don't stop giving away the live show it's a little taste of the biscuit a little taste of biscuit <laughs> come and see the live to show sell. we've got tickets to sell pal yeah. biscuits yeah. Uh, ticket right. biscuits free biscuits Let's all the <laughs> tickets are made of biscuit yeah <laughs> might not be true all right. like Andy Carroll's knees if you want to see Luke oh anyway don't no, no, uh, no. Let's have our bet of the week. Oh yes, bet of the week time. Yeah. We are going back to the Emirates for for our bet three six five best bet of the week. Over three and a half goals in the North London derby. It's going to be crazy. It's seven to four. So fifty pounds on that will return us one hundred and thirty seven pound fifty, including our state, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. Um, but please remember, you must be over the age of eighteen to bet, and you must gamble responsibly. And for more information on that, head over to gamblerware.co.uk. And I also have a correction and clarification Uh-oh. from Monday show. It's all right, Pete. You weren't here, so it couldn't be you. Yes, um, for a change. Still worried. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't actually Michael Oakes who was embarrassed in the Steve Bruce derby between Birmingham and Aston Villa that time. Enkelman. It was Peter Enkelman. Yeah. Oh, you know now, don't you? Uh-huh. Hey, you know now. Do you, want an, do you want an email on that subject? Yes, but anyway, whoever, all, all the Aston Villa fans who pointed that out, appreciate that. Mm. Um, you've obviously got nothing else to hang out on. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just spicy. It's, it's nice, it's nice to get a correction and clarification. Yeah, you were saying yeah. that you loved Villa at the live show. <laughs> <laughs> I also a few weeks ago said that Paul Inst managed Wolves. When, oh yeah, you uh, did. Obviously, he didn't. He, he just played, played for, for them. Yeah, and yeah. I just called him Paul Inst. Yeah, yeah. But, so but I'll just do what, that one now. It's actually Paul Ince. That's what happens to you. He, when, he acted like he managed. Them. I was about to say when he played. If you watch very carefully when he played for Wolves, he used to stand in the centre circle pointing, which is a bit like managing. <laughs> Peter, what have you got for us? Well, uh, I was just saying uh, Tom and Ewan. Uh, Tom and Ewan got involved. Uh, hello, The Ramble. On this week's show, you were talking about the Steve Bruce derby between Birmingham and Villa, that own goal. Uh, I'm sure this has been pointed out that the unfortunate keeper in that episode was, in fact, Peter Enkelman and not Michael Oakes. This, did, we don't know, this yeah. did prove something uh, s- somewhere uh, useful in reminding me of a time when our Norwegian friend brought along a pleasant Scandinavian chap to the pub. He was quite reluctant to talk about his uh, job, playing a bit of football, as he said, and we soon put two and two together and realised that this was the lesser spotted Peter. To Enkelman. Oh, right. Ah. Being the polite Ramble listeners we are, and assuming a lot of unwanted banter regularly comes his way, we decided to give him a night off from the football chat. A number of pints later, our mate suggested a game of table football. It was a Brits versus Scandinavian setup, a lot of pride at stake, you know what I mean. Uh, it was turning into quite the, quite the uh, closely contested match, and after conceding a goal, I hurriedly picked up the cork ball from the dispenser, aggressively flicking this onto the pitch with a bit of spin, but I had miscalculated the launch. The ball sliced through the opposition defence. Enkelman! 
twisted his cast iron goalkeeper and completely missed, unwillingly wow. replicating the wonders of the 2002 Birmingham Villa derby. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for keeping it together and not completely cracking up in front of him, but another part of me regrets not running around the side of the table, putting on my best Brummie accent and giving him the W sign. So hey, there um, we go. At the top of that email, where did you say Peter Enkel was from? Uh, just said Scandinavian. Chap. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, it I was a Norwegian said... friend. Oh, yeah, because he's, he's he's Finnish, right? He's yeah. Norwegian. I thought. Well, I thought... I'm about to finish. Peter Engelman, <laughs> lovely blog, by the way. Tom it and must, Ewan, it thanks must for the email. Be weird being a footballer and actually, in a, in, a, in a funny way, because of things that have happened in your career, not really be able to go to a city again <laughs> <laughs> in case people see you because yeah. you just get pelters wherever you go. <laughs> Massively. Yeah. Uh, Johnny says, "Hi, Ramblers. I made a linguistic discovery recently that I thought you might enjoy. While well, speaking to a Romanian woman over the telephone, I mean, wh- why? <laughs> what, how this came up, I don't know. I was uh, oh, here we go. Uh, I was slightly confused when she used the phrase monkey tail while giving me her uh, email address, as in Shaw Monkey Tail at the fo- sorry Shaw Monkey Tail the Football Ramble Apparently in Romania, this is a common way of describing the at symbol. Oh, the monkey oh, tail. Makes sense. Monkey tail, that's a, great. A little further research revealed that across the world there's a whole host of other rather lovely names that, uh, that we rather boringly call uh, the at symbol. In Bosnia, it's called the crazy A. Good, that's in, great. In Danish, it's an elephant's trunk. In Greece, mm. it is sometimes called a duckling. Why is he any bit different? We'll ramble about this. Right, well... It's right up our alley. Yeah, I'm happy he has. I'm very happy he has. Cool your your monkey's tail. (laughs) He knows us, that's why. You may at this stage be wondering what relevance any of this has (laughs) to the rambles. (laughs) Well, having scrolled down to the bottom of the Wikipedia page, I found the entry for uh, the the Ukraine. Okay. Apparently, in Ukrainian, it is commonly referred to as a slimachok, which means little slug. Oh, no, keep up the good work, Still, fellas. Yeah. Thank you for that, Johnny. And finally, for now, just a quick one. Uh, completely anonymous, I think. Not anonymous, I've just put the name in. It doesn't really matter. Was the janitor for Marcus's school who was a Hearts fan called Mr Saunders? He was. There well, we go. There we go. The ramble arm stretches far and wide. Yeah. Oh, and I've got another update I just remembered. Mm. Do you guys remember, and you, you should do, the great Joe the Goal Gormley? Yeah, of course. Who, Northern a, Irish. Banged a load okay. of goals in for Cliftonville yeah. before getting a, 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 I'm not going to say big money move, but a money move. To Peterborough. To Peterborough. Right. Yeah. He's only hung up his boots. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what? I, th- I thought that might end badly. He went to Peterborough and he didn't really... He was on loan somewhere, I didn't like mm. it. And he said, oh, do you know what? Can you please... He actually said, please just cancel my contracts. I don't want to do it anymore. And the club in question, I guess it's Peterborough, and whoever he was on loan at, I forget now, um, had to write to FIFA and say outside the transfer window can you please cancel his contract it's a shame that he's gone mm. he's hot back over the RSC the thing uh. is if he goes back to Northern Ireland I, I'd like to see him play a bit more in Northern yeah. Ireland because he's only he's about 26 so well. I think he's not very old yeah. and he scored an absolute hatful so he's got he something to offer the, the Newcastle United uh, commentator that I used to listen to a lot when I was a kid uh, living in Hartlepool obviously uh, McLaws he's hung up his microphone after something like 25 years or something like that incredible some of the greatest radio commentary moments in my uh, in my burgeoning years my, my early years was mm. uh, what's his name McLaws oh okay so talk, you, genuinely sad he's got, an, to... he's got an iconic uh, kind of voice yeah you've talked about him before this is like a sort of career Obituary yeah. section. Yeah. Where does this come from? Do you want me to wrestle yeah. it back with this email about Pete? Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of you career obituaries. I thought I was going to get away with that. <laughs> no way. No way. Uh, Pete, uh, this is from Ian. Right. He says, My heart of the week was bumping into Pete in a park toilet in the middle of Tokyo. Yes, that um, and Can we re- proceed with this? Yeah, and if you're listening with uh, mine this present, <laughs> <laughs> turn the radio down. No, I'm joking. I was really um, coptering. 
Pete was dressed as Edward Scissorhands. Obviously. I'm not yeah. sure if that's because it was Halloween or that's just his normal Tokyo attire. As we've already discussed, you know. A bit of both. Yeah, mm. a bit of both. Um, Pete always dresses as Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We, we said that on the last podcast, but as I said at the time, I've dressed four times as Edward Scissorhands. That counts as always if, you know, you're dressing as Edward Scissorhands. And that makes it worse knowing that there's about 400 pictures of you dressing him on the internet. I've invested in the makeup. Yeah. So, yes. but that, what I would say is that I've retired it. Okay. The Edward Scissorhands, uh, the problem with Japanese uh, recycling is they have burnable, non burnable, glass, plastic, PET. Edward Scissorhands costume. P- <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. PET well, bottles. Oh, that one. I just, there's, no, there's no receptacle for it because there's so many different. There's plastics, there's wood. Why there's, are you getting rid of it? Because you want to wear You were giving me loads of. No, we're not. Oh, you, you've cost me 90 that, knots, you that's- that's quite a specific oh, it's problem. It's not the worst thing you've spent your money on, is it? Start with Big Al. <laughs> anyway. Big Al. Let, let me go out to Ian. He's, he's taken, five foot seven. He's taken the time to email in. He says, um, can't remember exactly what we chatted about as we wandered through the park, as I'd already had a few, but he did insist on telling us who Marcus really supports. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I tried to get him to play a charity match. A couple of the lads were playing the next day, <laughs> organised by Norio Sasaki, World Cup winning coach of the Japan women's national team. Pete declined as kickoff was too early in the morning. Yeah. Brackets. It was a 1 p.m. kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went, he went, he went, do, do you want to play? I was like, going, it's, well, it's one o'clock in the afternoon, mate. Yeah. It's not happening. You're on holiday and you're dressed as Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. That's fair enough. I think that's about 6 a.m. UK time. It was too early for me. <laughs> yeah. um, well, well, I, like, I haven't finished. Okay, let me just, sorry, let me just finish off. I left him on the edges of Shibuya's annual Halloween street party, a party which I can only imagine is pretty much what that the inside of Pete's mind looks like. Yeah. Really nice bloke. Mm. And he, and he promised to try and play as part of our Sunday league team next time he's in Tokyo. I have attached the obligatory selfie I made him take. Obviously, that's not an audio feature, but that's in That's Ian. Thanks for getting in touch, Ian. Nice we, we, we really From do. Scotland. In many ways, a lot of companies rely on Kickstarters and yeah. crowdfunding. We really do rely on your pictures and anecdotes of Pete yeah. when he's gone AWOL because yep. we don't know yeah. what he's Just doing. Right. It's very yeah. important that you get in touch. Appreciate that, Ian. I find it funny who I really support. You see, obviously, at the Brighton Live Show, people go, oh, Rangers, and I thought, well, at least it's not Man United. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's, it's none of that. You'll never get me. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never get yeah. me. The lady it's Brazil. Does, the lady does, <laughs> yeah. Brazil 94. <laughs> yeah. Brazil 98, that's it. Yeah. And, yeah. and Pep Guardiola's Barcelona. Yeah. That's yeah. who I support. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we are. Any more for any more? Um, I think we should tell everyone that they can still get our audiobook for free at audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. All you need to do is sign up to audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. Down, for the free trial, download the book. Once you've downloaded it, cancel. You will not be charged a penny. It's our gift to you. Um, enjoy it. Yeah, and enjoy you'd help it. us out as well. You would be mm. helping us out as well. Yeah. So please do that. You know, and we've also got we're at Bristol Friday night, but that's sold out. But if you're in the area and you want to come down you to know. the venue, you can look for returns. Probably ticket touts. Sunday, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few. Sun, Sunday's in Cardiff. That's no way sold out. So come, come down, to bring that. Telling your mates. Yeah. <laughs> All of your mates. Yeah. And the following Saturday, on the 12th of uh, November, is Hackney. That's the final show of the tour. Hackney Empire. It's going to be a massive party. If you're in great. London, it's our do, biggest show ever. Do come to that. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. Um, we're going to have a couple of special guests as well. So don't. I'm going to be dressed as Edward. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Go. So there's, there's, there's one guest. He's going to be dressed know, as Winona Ryder. Winona Scissorhands. One of his dreams. There we go. That's all from me. I don't know if you guys have got anything. Else. No, that's it. Marvellous. Uh, well, thank you very much for listening to uh, the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. We shall see you on Friday night in Bristol or Sunday night in Cardiff. Of course, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. See you later. Say goodbye, Pete. Love to have you back. And I'll back.
There Mo- it is. Move along, stupid. <laughs> no, that was I am Edward Scissorhands. I am him. <laughs> it was my best attempt at move along, stupid. There you go. There you go. See ya. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.